Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Age of Radio. Oh, by the way, Izzy, Joey, and Mark. Aloha. Hello. Hello, Izzy. So, you know, the uh, the two voices, not just Joey and M, M. Ray Guns. <laughs> you assume I can even see the screen from oh, this yeah, angle. <laughs> yes, destroy your stuff, we'll ball sushi. Get him. <laughs> Get him, boy. <laughs> <laughs> he specifically likes destroying the baby blue ones. Maybe it's hair's easier. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway. Um, all right. Uh yeah, I guess we'll just get started. Go from there. Uh, what are we doing? It's Grease Two, baby. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, we we had to watch like all three move our next three movies like yesterday because we're hashing them out here in the next twenty four hours. So. I mean, the wow. important thing is that the three movies we watched all have the same plot. Oh god, they are so similar. Because <laughs> it's Grease Two, uh, Voyage of the Rock Aliens, and Streets of Fire. Which yeah. is basically all 80s musicals where the people dress like they're in the 50s. Mm-hmm. And it's basically the There's main quite... drama is, oh, my old boyfriend's kind of a dick and I'm kind of intrigued by this new one and then mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Oh, and then biker gangs. Yeah. I love Voyage of the Rock Aliens and especially love about it is the conceit of the movie is that her boyfriend won't let her sing in his band. So these yeah. aliens right. show up and they form their own band. But her boyfriend's band's awesome. So it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Why would he let her sing in the band? <laughs> Their band's good. Look, he doesn't let himself sing in the band. It's just like this awesome like <laughs> punk rockabilly band, and you're just like, well, well, of course he's not gonna let her sing in it. It's a good band. <laughs> yeah. She shows up, up with this terrible like Devo uh, type alien band, and she does that uh, dance in the school dance where she doesn't take her hands out of her pockets the entire time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, great. look, if you had pockets on that outfit, would you ever take your hands out of them? Probably not, but I also wouldn't film strange music videos with Jermaine Jackson either. So, you know. Uh, oh, well, then you're just missing out on life. Exactly. <laughs> Don't I worry, would, Mark. I'll make you watch that at some point. <laughs> Look, if Jermaine Jackson came up and said, Izzy, I need you for my music video, I'd be like, I don't even care. Sure, let's do it. Let's do it, JJ. <laughs> Join me inside this locker with a panther, please. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Mark. I'll make you watch it at some point. You know, Mark, you're in for. You're in for a treat. It's it's a musical I actually enjoy. <laughs> I'm I'm curious about it now because at work they play a TV channel that has like all 80s videos in it, 80s music videos, mm. and like 95 percent of them I'm like oh, I know I know Billy Idol, I know Bon Jovi, like I know all of these videos, but there is is this Jermaine Jackson video with this girl, and it's just weird, like a Mad Max type of video. And yeah. I'm like, that's the that's one. It. That's, that's it. the one. I have no idea what this is at all. Yeah, it looks like they're like in the ruins of like a weird French provincial town on the on the beach. (laughs) Yes, that's it. There's a guy in a white leather outfit with too much eye eye makeup. Yeah, uh, is wearing weird glasses. Yeah, Yeah, Mark, you've already made it through like 
10 minutes of the movie right there. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's literally how the movie starts. That's the opening. <laughs> and then Jermaine says, good day, crackers. <laughs> and, uh, and then they have their own little uh, grease yeah. rip off. Oh yeah. my god. And then uh, and then a oh. robot has to go get the crew out of the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Can't wait. Get ready for another term at Rydell High with Michelle Pfeiffer and Maxwell Caulfield. I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned From Movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. Oh, we are continuing Super Sexy Sing in September with 1982's Grease 2. They're definitely high schoolers. (laughs) (laughs) They certainly are, just like every other movie we've watched. Gosh, I think this month there's only one high school person involved in all of them. It's Diane Lane. (laughs) Wait, wait, the lady we know is being an old lady. It's the only one. Oh, wait, there's a 12-year-old in this one. That's right. Oh, that's right. There's a 12-year-old in this one. (laughs) Oh, but babe. Steve. I don't know if you know this. What? We're not alone for this one. What? That's right. Finally making it onto our podcast from the (gasps) So Wizard podcast. We have Joanne Mark. Welcome, gentlemen. It is good to be here. Thank you so much for the invitation. Uh, uh, but this movie, yikes! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I I was told this was yours and Joey's like favorite movie. That's the whole premise of having you guys on. Oh uh, yeah, this is Joey's favorite movie, definitely. <laughs> this movie is cool enough to burn me through and through. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh no! That's right. We forgot Joey's the sadist that told us about Rap City Street Kids and. <laughs> oh no! It's like a hot rock. <laughs> Wait, was that this movie? Oh, whatever. <laughs> One of the movies they were singing that we've seen this month, they were singing about a hot rock and burning through you. And yeah, it's this one. It's this one. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember turning to you and going, "There's a, she's singing about crack, right?" <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's just what you need to make it through the movie is crack. So. <laughs> actually that would have helped really good but uh yeah thank you gentlemen for uh joining us for this uh glorious event uh before we get things started though are are you gentlemen drinking anything on your end uh nope i am just having a glass of uh gold peak sweet tea that's about it Ooh, nice well babe i don't know about you 
I'm a little bit thirsty. I'm a little bit sober. Oh, well, let's take care of that. Uh, looks like from Ketos, Bre- <laughs> Ketos Brewing, <laughs> in uh, honor of this movie, we have a vanilla nut cream ale, which is a cream ale with vanilla bean and almond extract. Because, why? Um, there we are. 4.7% alcohol by volume. Yeah, could be better. <laughs> but uh, my top? Oh, his top. Nice. <laughs> And the poor. Ooh, Ooh, this is a very pale beer for being, uh, I guess it's female. Well, yeah, van- <laughs> very vanilla and everybody's wanting a nut, just like this movie. <laughs> yes, yeah, so this is a pale straw color bear. Uh, has a white foamy head, lots of tiny bubbles. Tiny bubbles make me happy. Ooh, you spill the vanilla right on, on the nose. Ooh. Steve's got in for the sip. Yeah, yeah, definitely in cream ale, just a little, mm-hmm. little nutty as to it. Yeah, I guess that's the, uh, we'll say almond uh, <laughs> flavoring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely some vanilla on there. Yeah, nice and smooth though. Yeah, you can drink this all day if you wanted to. Mm-mm-mm. It's Ketos Brewing Vanilla Nut Cream Ale. Yeah, yeah. vanilla nut. Oh, but grease too. Uh, gentlemen, was this your first time watching this movie? <laughs> Joey? Uh, Joey? No, <laughs> I have seen this movie probably a million times. Uh, I fell in love with this movie when I was a kid. It was on HBO nonstop when I was a kid. Uh, and I've okay, seen this it explains why I feel like a lot of people have seen it and I haven't seen it. I never had HBO even when we had hacked cable. Hmm. Yeah, when I, when I was a kid, we had HBO and there were just certain movies that were on there all the time. This was one of them. I love this movie. Beastmaster, yep. Uh, Red Dawn was another one that was on there all the time. Just all these. Just a second. The dog is running with scissors. I don't know where he got (laughs) scissors. Oh my god. He heard Grease too was being discussed. He's coming to cut you. Yeah, he's like enough of this. (laughs) (laughs) But I I did fall in love with this movie. I actually saw it before I saw the original Grease. And I currently own it on limited edition Steelbook Blu-ray, so I'm a big fan. Oh, wow, I'm a big fan. Excellent, excellent. Uh, uh, Mark, how about you? Yeah, this is my second time watching it. Uh, the first time I watched it is because of Joey. So if it wasn't for Silver's podcast, I would have never seen this movie. Uh, so yeah, this is only my second, but it's only my second time watching it. But I do own it on DVD. <laughs> Think. Why was this only the second time you had watched it, Mark? You're like a connoisseur of film. I yeah. would expect you would have had encountered it. At some... You love Xanadu. How have you not seen this more than once? I have no idea how I missed this movie. I was a fan of the first movie, so you would think, and I, I love sequels, so you would think Grease 2 would be right up my alley. But somehow, without Danny and Sandy, and and it came out, God, four years afterwards five years afterwards i think i was too consumed with like lightsabers and superheroes at that point to care about grease i mean so in in, in defense i didn't know this movie existed until like the late 90s one of my friends like pulled out a vhs or something of it and i was like wait grease 2 what the fuck is this Is it like a porn or something yeah, because I, I knew of the first Grease, but I didn't know of Grease too. But it was like, oh, Michelle Pfeiffer, you say? Yeah, that I'm that in. would have been this ain't Grease XXX. <laughs> <laughs> Grease thirty? Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot. Um, and then yeah, uh, God, we watched it. I watched it with you. What like 
six, seven years ago, maybe? We just something saw it like on, like, that. Netflix or something? I, so, I think I had, like, maybe I'd heard of it, but, like, I think I was like, no, that's... That's a lie. I'd seen Grease a million times. My mom had the like the CD in her car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't care for Grease, and uh, but 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 you know, I, I most musicals to me, it's like <laughs> whole five minute production, and it's like, well, you could have just said yes or no. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's get let's get the plot moving along, <laughs> you know. Uh, but this one comes from director Patricia Birch. Who's she, Steve? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, and if you're wondering what that ripping and tearing noise in the background is, our dog has his ripping and tearing toy, apparently. <laughs> uh, what is it called? A snuffle ball? He's supposed to snuffle his treats out of it, but he gets frustrated and just rips them out by, <laughs> by force. By uh, force, yes. He also just drank part of my beer. That's what <laughs> he was doing when I was taking the scissors away, babe. <laughs> Damn alcoholic. All right, so. <laughs> But Patricia Birch, oh, she directed this. And then some uh, Cindy Lauper music videos for Money Changes Everything and, of course, True Colors, everybody's favorite. Uh, she did the Gershwin Gala the TV special. She was the dance choreographer for Grease, uh, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Band, 38 episodes of SNL, Big, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, Sleeping with the Enemy, North, First Wives Club, and Stepford Wives. Half of those movies I didn't even know needed a dance choreographer. Yeah, Sleeping with the Enemy? Right. Was there a dance number in that? There's I... a huge one right in the middle. Yeah, I, actually there is. The guy's dancing to uh, When You're a Jet, something you're a jet from West Side Story. So yeah, that requires some choreography. Uh, are, are you being serious, uh, Mark, or no? It's the only thing I remember from that movie. I don't remember anything uh, about that movie except the, I think the guy she, that was the enemy she was sleeping with, didn't he have like a fantastic mustache? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and from writer Ken Finkelman, he thanks, babe. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't realize I had to carry all the weight here on this podcast. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I love you, Steve. Oh, I'm glad you asked. Wait, but who is he? Uh, he wrote. Wait, this. but who is he? Who's he, Steve? <laughs> well, he wrote this. <laughs> uh, Airplane Two, the sequel. Uh, some TV stuff, and then is the creator of the Newsroom and Good Dog. All right. All right. He, he also wrote uh, Madonna's Who's That Girl? Not related to Who's That Guy from this movie. Interesting. <laughs> but it probably spawned the idea. Who's that guy? That could be something else. It's just rolling off my tongue. It's so familiar. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, but of course, starring Michelle Pfeiffer as Stephanie, Maxwell Caulfield as Michael... Who I kept calling Rex Manning the whole movie. <laughs> uh, Christopher McDonald is Goose, <laughs> not from Top Gun. Uh, Adrian Zamed, Dee Dee Khan, Sid Caesar, Eddie Deason, Connie Stevens. The whole pack's here. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And guys, uh, I'll, I'll be honest. I think I've only seen the original Grease once. So when it was like, oh, yeah, I know Frenchie. Are all these the <laughs> same people coming back or, or like the same characters but then luckily we open up and it's like oh no no it's uh uh was this sandy's cousin from britain yeah. and we're like wait wasn't she australian or not i, I don't know i don't remember Look, it's all just same thing country, Steve. They're the same. <laughs> just ask paul and wayne it's all the same thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah it's a new school year at rydell high 1961 it's it's fantastic. 
And, and like like we mentioned, the '80s just had this thing for musicals set 30 years earlier. Yeah, in a world that doesn't really exist. Yeah. Are, are there musicals out there like today that are like about the '90s? Yeah, I think that's what Mamma Mia is. Maybe. Well, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't seen it. <laughs> it's, I thought it was set in ancient Greece. <laughs> <laughs> Just because it's in an old part of Greece doesn't make it ancient. <laughs> See, I keep telling you, that's not how history works. I mean, Pierce Brosnan's kind of old, but... No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. We'll, we'll go with that. Um, let's see. So, yeah, school year's starting... Um, and I don't know, just just a bus of pro dancers just show up and start having a whole thing with uh, uh, this singing the song "Back to School Again," <laughs> and that goes on for about five minutes. It's awesome. Yeah, it's long. Oh, but it's, it's all about long. how they don't want to go back to school, <laughs> except for they're singing and dancing about it. So maybe they do want to go back to school. Oh, and we find out it's senior year, top of the pack, the greases. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we see uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, uh, what's her name, Stephanie, she's the, I guess, the new leader of the Pink Ladies since everybody else graduated. Yeah, they, their the job is to is look like... cool, think cool, and act cool. <laughs> and she's got to date a T-bird or something, apparently, right? Yeah, she can only date vehicles, no people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Uh, T- T-bird's a Thunderbird. But yes, yes, it is. Yeah. I'll kill him? Yeah. <laughs> Um, and yeah, yeah. She can only take Val Kilmer. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that'd be great, actually. <laughs> like, real, real G. Yeah, a couple. Will this be three years before Top Gun? <laughs> Val Kilmer is uh, Sandy's cousin. I'm in. Yeah. Oh shit. He'd have been perfect for. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> take that, Rex Manning. Anyway. <laughs> uh, but hey, the Greasers. I, I'm sorry. The uh, T-Birds are back to. And uh, they're led by uh, uh, Johnny, who's, I-, I think, all of, like, four foot nine. But he's the leader. Everybody yeah. follows him, including uh, Shooter McGavin, who's playing Goose. <laughs> Shooter McGavin, who doesn't look a day over 42. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> look, he might have been 21. But he might he have lo- been, but he looked older than every teacher there. If you put him in a <laughs> yeah. suit and said he was the principal, I would have bought it. Yeah, true. true. Adrian, Adrian Smed playing uh, We Have... <laughs> We we have the the uh, Danny Zuko at home. Right. <laughs> He's just a little Zuko. Yeah. Right. Zuko at home. Danny Zuko from Wish.com. Uh, it's, it's rough. It's rough. Not even full size yet. Do we do we put, add water to it or something? Right. Yeah. <laughs> he stick him in a jar of water overnight. <laughs> Uh, but we're also introduced to uh, Sandy's cousin, Michael, uh, coming off the bus. And, uh, of course, uh, Frenchie, uh, she's she's back again. Even I guess, she, I guess she wasn't held back. She just wanted to come back to learn chemistry to make her own cosmetics. Because I don't think she graduated. I mean, that's the real reason why. But yeah, Is that, a, is that a thing you could do? Cheating. Like, in the 60s, was that a thing you could do, was just decide no. to randomly go back to high school for one class? No! Like it was more <laughs> frowned upon than it is now. You once you were done with school, you were fucking done with school. <laughs> That's right. You're going to the army, or you were waitressing. <laughs> waitressing, prostitution—it's all the same. Well, hmm. <laughs> goods and services. You're working for tips. Come home yeah. with folding money. <laughs> That's right. 
But uh, yeah, we get a whole bunch of exposition from her of like, oh yeah, here's what you're gonna want to know about Rydell. Hi, blah blah blah. T birds, pink ladies, whatever. And uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, she uh, yeah, makes her own cosmetics. Blah blah blah. Uh, the, the, during this whole dance routine that is like the first ten minutes of the movie or whatever, mm-hmm. there's the uh, the scene with like the the guys like dribbling the basketballs in like the whitest way I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I'm like, uh, so the skip, white from Utah. Skip. <laughs> that, I want you guys to know Steve played basketball. He even played semi-pro. Yeah. So bad basketball like makes Steve wildly uncomfortable. <laughs> oh. <wow. laughs> Especially when they're like staring at the ball like they've never touched one before. <laughs> and like, okay, in the hand, in the hand, in the hand. Oh, turn to the left. And the other hand, other hand, other hand. Yeah. But uh. Yeah, yeah. So that, that scene uh, eventually ends, and we uh, find out <laughs> that like, uh, oh, they got it in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we go through the entire song, of course, as musicals do, and uh, we find out that uh, Johnny and Stephanie were going together, but apparently they're broken up now. Uh, though Johnny's like not really sure about it. I don't know. He's just kind of like, oh, whatever. We we can still hook up, right? I think we're on a break. <laughs> <laughs> he's playing the field, the field of the four women he's allowed to date. <laughs> right <laughs> it's gotta be a pink lady gotta be a pink lady all pink yeah. on the inside <laughs> <laughs> uh then eddie Deason showing michael to his lockers and then yeah the a bunch of t-birds come up and like harass him like oh no you can't use these lockers and i i, I don't know man maybe, maybe it's just me were, were there ever really bullies like this in high school or is this just like a tv thing I don't um, know. I mean, you're talking to somebody who got thrown in a trash can by seniors. No, that's true. So I'm not the person to ask. Maybe, maybe I was the bully. <laughs> <laughs> I think the uh, the bullies we had at least were intimidating. Like Adrian's yeah. med yeah. and uh, some guy that looks old enough to be our dad really weren't too intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> the other two guys were just goofs. So I, I'm not sure how these guys were like running the school. Not a single person was willing to step up to them. Mark, were these the guys bullying you in high school? Uh, no, definitely not. These guys, uh, they, they definitely are the weakest bullies. I would say like in a high school, in, any kind of movie high school anyway, because these guys are, they're kind of punks. See, when they get challenged, like, you know, not to jump too far ahead, but, when they get challenged by other guys who look like they can really kick their ass, yeah, they just they just punk out and just back away. And I'm like, how are you running the school, John Travolta? No competition there, John Travolta. Right, did you back. see the basketball playing? <laughs> yeah, it's slim pickings, all right. <laughs> I think that was the coach, wasn't it? No, well, yeah. no, it was it Caesar. <laughs> yeah, but this, this also you would have calls... been the bully at the school. It also kind of calls into, like, suspect, like, uh, the original movie, because in theory, these are the people from the underclass. So these were the people John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John picked out to keep their gangs going. So they're like, we're going to get in this car and fly away. Right. But you guys (laughs) are going to have to run the school now that we have invented flying cars. Now, sadly, (laughs) the movie does not explore the impact of flying cars on the economy in the 60s. But... We're expected to be like Danny and Sandy picked these guys to run the school. And these people are idiots. So maybe they aren't as cool as we were made to think in the first movie. Right? Maybe. Yeah. 
But uh, oh, but this is also when Michael first sees Stephanie for the first time, and like many of us who have seen Michelle Pfeiffer for the first time, it's instantly smitten and just. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we get some morning announcements where uh, we welcome back Mr. Spears, who's back from his breakdown <laughs> at the asylum. Yeah. <laughs> Probably the realest thing in this movie. Right. <laughs> I mean, he basically spends the rest of the movie. Considering killing himself and walking into pools and whatnot. <laughs> right. He probably then, gets to read the uh, script they, ahead of everyone else. That's why. <laughs> he's like, oh, I know where this is leading. Yeah. And then we get some uh, some twin cheerleaders, and I'm like, all right, here we go. Now we're talking. Um, <laughs> and they're basically chasing Michael down on the track to, I, I don't know, they're basically like, hey, we, we heard through the grapevine that you played the piano. And he's like, I, I'm British, so I guess I do. <laughs> and... <laughs> You should you should enter a talent show. Uh, sure, ladies, whatever. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, <sighs> yeah, you guys, yeah, feel free to jump in here. I just have random notes where it's like, yeah, Coach Sid Caesar Caesar shows up and uh, gets pushed into a, an empty grave in the middle of a football field. <laughs> I remember the empty graves in the middle of a football field. <laughs> yeah, those are always things. Right? Yeah. I assume it's where they hid the fireworks until they needed them after the homecoming. No, no. The, the empty graves were in the ag department that was next to the football field. Uh, and did I tell you about when we completely traumatized the football team by uh, slaughtering a sheep during practice? No. <laughs> what? Well, so we had the ag department. And occasionally yeah. animals that didn't get picked up by the butcher had to be butchered on campus. Of course. The butcher was late because he got a flat tire. So... <laughs> Basically, as the football team came running out onto the field was after he had already shot the sheep, hung it, and was doing <laughs> the gut slice. Yeah. <laughs> and they all just stopped midfield. They were like half a football field away, but they were all just staring. The coach is like, come on, move you panties! Yeah, come on. <laughs> and there's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> looks like my sheep. Yeah. <laughs> I had a similar thing. Uh, I was at a Boy Scout meeting, What like, during the month I was in Boy Scouts and uh, yeah, right next to the, the church parking lot. Yeah. We saw a guy walk out to a cow, <laughs> string it up. I mean, we're, we're just like waiting to like, the bus should be here any minute for our trip. <laughs> and like about the time he like opened up the guts, like a fucking predator was yeah. like, Hey, the bus pulled up. And everything kind of slops yeah. out. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, that was about the time the the football team ran it. This is a life in when you're more rural. I guess so. Wow. (laughs) I you know I was just saying that Rydell it seems like almost might be like an alternate universe where people like Danny uh, sorry people like Adrian's Med uh, are intimidating and then Maxwell Caulfield walks on campus and no one cares nobody tries to hook up with them they're like yeah this guy sucks. He's not he's good looking. He's considered not a good looking guy. Yeah, he's not here. good looking. Accents aren't sexy. <laughs> that crazy foreigner. Yeah, it's like an 11 <laughs> out of 10 getting off the bus, and everybody's like, ew, I like four foot tall Adrian's med better. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's too clean and chiseled. <laughs> mm. Well, I need some sort like, of troll. Uh, I do like the twin cheerleaders uh, who later went on to star in the sitcom Double Trouble. Um, Mark, do you remember <laughs> that at all? I do not remember that. I'm sorry. No, it's well, like awesome. maybe maybe Grease too like implanted something in my head as a kid because I dated a girl from cheerleading that was a twin when I was in high school. So oh, there you go, nice. just implanted cool, on right? me. I needed a cool rider, and I started dating twins. 
Next thing you know, you're on a motorcycle with a helmet. Uh, yeah. No shirt on, jacket zipped down about halfway. Yeah, yeah. oh man. <laughs> Very influential film, very young Joey. That's right. Uh, very fundamental in my, my foundation of, of my life. Yeah. Oh, and it's a, and yeah, at practice or whatever. Here's when the uh, the rival bikers first rolled. What, what are the names of the rival bikers? I never I never uh, caught that. Forty year old old guy with acne gang. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Like, yeah, the one dude kind of looks like uh, oh, fuck, I don't know, like Thomas Jane almost, like, like <laughs> but like but like more yoked even. Yeah. <laughs> like, like he rolled up. I'm like, oh man, this uh, this. This according, guy's like according according to Wikipedia, they are the Scorpions. Oh, okay. It's the same guy in both Grease movies, so the Grease cinematic universe has continuity. What? He's, wait, that's the guy from Grease One? Yeah. No. Oh. Okay. So wait, so he's like uh, Matthew McConaughey, and <laughs> he's he keeps getting older. Everyone else stays the same age. <laughs> It's pretty sad yeah. though. I mean, the guy's like in his forties. He's still picking fights with uh, high schoolers. Mm. He just came back oh. chemistry class. That's all. He, oh, okay. he's yeah, past chemistry. He wants to make his I, own I, makeup, I, clear up the skin. I got who he remind me of. He was like uh, Biff Tannen if he had uh, a couple scars. Yes. <laughs> well, but yeah, he basically just like roll, rolls up and. Uh, uh, you know, he's like, oh, what are you doing on our turf? You know, little Adrian's a man or whatever, little Johnny. <laughs> and like, yeah, we'll uh, we'll settle this tonight. The bowling alley. Yeah, the bowling alley. Uh. <laughs> Cut to the bowling alley. And uh, yeah, they're they're bowling and, and dancing and uh, something about the cure for nymphoid maniacs. And yeah, yeah. here we go. <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys i wish i could do more <laughs> just pulled off my notes and it's like yeah they were yeah. dancing and there was music playing uh, uh what was that song it's like let's bowl let's bowl let's rock, rock and roll, and roll. Yeah. yeah hey come on let's get this show on the road <laughs> i believe the title of the song let's score tonight that's right we're gonna score tonight let's we're gonna roll we're gonna bop we're gonna bowl we're gonna score score we're score tonight bowl. I may or may not have owned the soundtrack on tape. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> and my, uh, my next note is just so many lane violations. None of these strikes will count. I also may have gotten that tape for Christmas from Santa Claus. Just saying. <laughs> Santa Claus or Sandy Claus. That's right. <laughs> that was the, Sorry, the gift I'll... that was supposed to ruin Christmas that Oogie Boogie gave out. And I'm like, whoa, Grease too. All right. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, no. What have I done? <laughs> uh, I think this is our yeah. first inkling that Paulette wants to make the moves on Johnny. Oh, you mean when she's like <laughs> bent, up, bent over, you know, face down, ass up, rolling the ball as slow as <laughs> she possibly can and getting a strike? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's uh, she's being very subtle with it. And uh, <laughs> I want to believe like because I love how bad this movie is. I want to believe somewhere that she like brought her mom, Judy Garland, to the premiere. <laughs> it was like, watch this movie. I'm a star, too. Now, <laughs> <laughs> wait, is that really Ju- Judy Garland's daughter? Yes. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> 
<laughs> look, mom, look at me on a big screen in a big musical. I can do it too. Remember when you were in a musical? That was a generational event. People still watch on TV to this day. Well, here's Grease. Come on, Liza, you can see it too. Right. <laughs> oh, wait, you're an nice. author this year? <laughs> Yeah. It's Liza. Wait, it is Liza? No, I wish it was. It'd be even funnier. No, okay, yeah. Because I'm like, wait, no, she was like an Arthur or something this year. That's right. right. She was very busy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then Arthur on the rocks, like immediately after. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. There's some, something about Johnny says something stupid about women being trophies. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because, yeah, Paulette's like, hey, where's my trophy? Gets a kiss and like, goes over stephanie like where's my other trophy for best score or something like that I'm like uh gross <laughs> and i love, I love how steph's like i can kiss the next guy who comes through that door and there's like an old guy like finally my time has come <laughs> <laughs> i've been, I've been waiting at this alley for 50 years finally this is my time to shine <laughs> <laughs> but uh but of course he's cock blocked when uh <laughs> uh oh my god what's the name michael comes through the front door and she just plants one right on him and he's like man i gotta come to this bowling alley more often <laughs> <laughs> and then right after that happens like everybody just like leaves he's like hello hello fellow teenagers would any of you care for <laughs> yeah. some bowling he's practicing on the way in anybody want to yeah. throw some balls <laughs> Yeah. he's like checking his american phrase book and other times he's like wait do they really have that for like bowling phrases or? <laughs> right. so like in this scene have you guys did it did this ever happen to any of you guys where you got like prank kissed or prank date asked out or anything no no um i was a pretty bloomer and uh <laughs> yeah not not a thing for me most people, generally women, were running in the opposite direction. <laughs> they weren't coming to yeah. kiss me. So. Yes, yeah, strictly hand stuff for me. Okay. I got pranked asked <laughs> to a dance. Like, it was just one of those, like, a group of, I don't know, guys who thought a lot of themselves, like, found a, some flowers and were just running around asking, all like, all the quote-unquote ugly girls to go to the dance. And most of them were telling them to go fuck themselves. And I'd seen them do this <laughs> to three or four girls. So I was like, Oh, now is the time to like pull the reverse psychology. So they like, they, they ran up to me. I knew they would. Cause I was one of the ugly kids. And they were like, will you go to the dance with me? I just, I've been think dreaming about going with you. And I was like, yes, <laughs> like really breathy. And the guy was like, I, yeah, I don't actually want to go to the dance with you. You're supposed just to say no. His pants, yeah. Like, yeah, and I was like, oh, good, because that was actually a pity. Yes. <laughs> Were, weren't you supposed to? Uh, weren't you supposed to take down your ponytail and take off your glasses, and you just become beautiful at that point? Like, is, isn't that what movies have taught us? Uh, I didn't have glasses yet, even. And I had bad teeth, and I was short and fat, and she's all that lied to us, Mark. Oh damn. <laughs> No. She really isn't all that. That's Basically, right. I was the twelve-year-old in this move. In this movie, yeah, <laughs> the twelve-year-old. Well, that's just it. Like everybody leaves except for this twelve-year-old, and she's like, "Like, oh, hey, let me let, let me just break it down for you. What's going on here? If you're gonna get any kind of strange in this town, you're gonna need a bike, <laughs> and you're gonna be cool as shit." And she's just by the like, way, "My let name's me, Dolores." Yeah. Yeah, let me uh, give you some exposition and move the plot along. Also, it's uncomfortable because I'm going to talk about you being my boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, well, well, especially when he's like, 
uh, well then, uh, what are we? Uh, what do I take you out for some ice cream? He's like, whoa, whoa, I'm not that easy. He's like, well, fine. How about we call it a date then? Well, why didn't you say so? <laughs> Yikes! Uh, Grease Two trivia: That actress, the voice of Bobby Hill on King of the Hill. No. <gasps> oh shit! <laughs> That's amazing. Good. Glad to see she fell on her feet for 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's got plenty of money now. She'll sign all your Grease 2 posters. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So when we get her on the podcast, babe, we have to ask her specifically about only about Grease 2. Only about Rex Man. Nothing about King of the Hill whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. We know everybody's great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> How does Rex Manning smell? <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I guess the next morning, uh, uh, the new teacher shows up, Mr. Stewart. And um, I, I don't know. the He, like, walks into class like, oh, I'm your substitute teacher. And they're like, fuck this. And just walk right out. I'm like, okay. That was the realest thing that happened in this movie. Once I stopped, <laughs> I'm like, yep, that's that's how high school was. Get now out of there. Yeah, we were pretty bad in high school. Like me and my friends were not well behaved. And even we were never that bad. We never just like got up and walked out of a class or immediately broke into a song about sexual reproduction or anything like that. (laughs) Um, I think the worst I ever saw somebody do to a teacher was legitimately the meanest teacher in school. My friend Jeremiah, he was the, the, the teacher was the meanest and he was the economics teacher. And he was just a fucking moron. And everybody knew it. But he was the only economics teacher, so every kid had to take him at some point. And you had this group project every every year where um, you had to come up with a fake product. And then you had to, like, market it. Because marketing is part of economics. Not actually doing the math. Um, and I don't know. I was Me and Jeremiah and a couple of other kids, we decided we were coming up with this hybrid, like, screw and nail. And Jeremiah came up with like a don't get nailed, get screwed was our tagline. (laughs) And Mr. Michael, the worst teacher, comes over and says, like, don't I don't want you to ever say that in my class again. Just like we're just chatting. We haven't even made it our official like logo. And Jeremiah (laughs) says, say what? Say don't uh, don't get screwed, get or don't get nailed, get screwed. And Mr. Michael's like, never say that again. What? Don't say don't get nailed, get screwed. All right, go to the you're going to the principal's office. You're getting suspended for a week. Like that that was the the most confrontation. It was like Jeremiah's like, Whoa, I got out of the project. You guys, it's a group nice. project. You guys do well for me. Screwed, I'm out of here. Bye guys. Basically. Oh wait, so you guys didn't have like a sixth grader for throwing a desk at an arts teacher or anything like that? Oh no. That happened right. to me all the time. In middle school, <laughs> two, one guy did throw another guy through a window. Oh shit. I there forgot about that. I still don't know what that was about. That was just in history class. Wow. We had a girl in eighth grade that had a crazy overbite and everybody called her the Bart man. And then she <laughs> messed with so the, the school I went to was uh, called Lynch, uh, Lynch Middle School. And then mm-hmm. the scary girls that were tougher than like even the scariest guy. We <laughs> were called the Lynch mob and they would like jump <laughs> you. Um, and she yeah. said the wrong thing to the wrong member of the Lynch mob and they lit her hair on fire in the cafeteria. Oh, um, so everybody called her the burnt man after that. Oh, no. <laughs> it's it's supposed to be Christ. funny. You guys are horrified, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
It's pretty good. No, um, <laughs> that's when you well, live in a non-rural area when you grow up. <laughs> <laughs> so much fire involved. Yeah. So I mean, me and Mark fire, grew up yeah. in an urban environment. <laughs> I mean, some meth heads broke into the school and murdered a couple of the sheep with a pitchfork, and I was Jesus. the one who got to find the sheep. Oh. And then a few days later, the the like junior PETA vegan group on campus decided to confront me, and I punched one of them, and I still don't remember what she said to make me that mad. But I've only punched two people in my life. One was my sister and one was this girl who I'd never seen until that day and I never saw a fucking get. Fucking right. <laughs> she wised up. <laughs> like, like I like I watched these things and it was like, oh, this man I'd never seen before came and I think he was an angel. He gave me advice. I was like, apparently I just punched an angel. I don't know. Because <laughs> nobody I know knows who this girl was. She fucked around and but found out, so... <laughs> she fucked around and found out, and then the junior PETA group was not allowed to be have anything to do on campus whatsoever. And the police investigated them for potentially being involved, even though it was really just crackheads who cut the locks and broke in. They actually like, had nothing to do with the so... animals. They were huge into Greek food, and you just punched them in the face. But, um... Right? You gotta make some shawarma! <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, so we get a scene here where like the principal catches Johnny smoking, but uh, to hide it, he like swallows the cigarette. And <laughs> I don't know, I I I've, I've seen somebody do that in real life. Now, <laughs> no, they, he didn't swallow it. He yeah, put it out yeah, on his tongue. Put it tongue. out on his tongue. Oh. Uh, kudos to Patrick. I know you're not listening, but in case you ever find this, <laughs> it's visceral. Yeah, it, it smells differently than you would expect. There's Yikes. a sound and smell associated. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, basically, then we cut to talent show auditions, and I'm like, yay, more singing and dancing. <laughs> these these auditions are like, these are psycho, man. They're, they're auditioning for like 45% of the movie. <laughs> this is very yeah. important. Right? Yeah, runtime, runtime, runtime. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I think it's, like, the first time that uh, Michael tries to, like, hit on Stephanie, like, ask her, like, uh, are you free tonight? Like, I'm free every night. It's in the Constitution. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so she basically, you know, he is like, well, what about tomorrow night? And blah, blah, blah. And she basically shuts him down, probably because he's wearing Jason Statham's sweater. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> But then uh, as she's like wandering, wandering away, I, I don't know, she's contemplating what kind of man she's looking for. And she breaks out into the the main song of this movie. Cool. This is Rider. the best uh, song in the whole movie. I'm sorry. This yeah. is the best song in the movie. I know it by fucking heart. I know the dances by heart. I was doing the dances in the living room when I was watching this last night. My daughter was mortified. <laughs> I straddled the well, ottoman and I was just like doing jazz hands explaining what kind of man I was looking for. Uh, it was great. Yeah, exactly. Basically she could have said I want a bad boy, but nope, she had to bring into break out into a 4-minute song and dance about it. <laughs> just like Joey did. Joey take That's it right. away. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right, Joey, from the top. 3 2 1 and you know, I've said this movie influenced me a lot. I think uh, watching her straddle that ladder certainly awakened some things in me. Um, oh yeah, as a young child, my favorite out of besides the fact that this song is awesome, the whole movie's awesome, but the song is awesome. Is at the end, she's leaving, and he goes to the door and watches her walk away. Right. And of course, it's a musical, so like the world doesn't interact with their song, but she's yeah. just like 
jazz hand jumping away the whole time. She's like, I want to see. Oh, oh, and she's like <laughs> jiving down the block for it. And the, the camera like lingers and makes us watch her like dance away while everyone ignores her. Uh, it, it, yeah. Absolutely slays me every fucking time I watch it. <laughs> you, you almost expect Michael like looking at her and be like, oh, crazy bitch. <laughs> or, or just like somebody would be like standing there in the background, just kind of look over and be like, what? <laughs> so, you guys, so gentlemen, if you asked a girl out, she broke into song about how she just wants a bad boy and then literally leaves the building and dances like down the block and around the corner, like song fading out. Do you, are you continuing uh, pursuing this girl, or are you assuming that you're not her type? Uh, I'm going to say that she didn't say no, so I'm going <laughs> to <laughs> So you're saying there's a chance. Right. And I mean, she is Michelle Pfeiffer, so. I mean, she gave you the I mean, blueprint. This school, I could definitely be a bad boy, because what's my competition? Adrian Zemet? Come on. <laughs> right. Shooter McGavin? Come on. <laughs> right? Ooh, guys that can sing in unison. But she she gave you the blueprint of what she wanted. She told you right there. So now it's time to go get a leather jacket with no shirt on underneath and you go. just do it up, you know? Be a yeah. Cool yeah, but I, I need to get some money. And then almost as if he was listening to her sing about it, one of the T-Birds uh, walks up to Michael because, you know, he has a reputation for being a bit of a, a straight A student and all that. And he's like, hey, uh, maybe you could write some essays for me. And I give you like, I don't know, 20 bucks or something. Or was it five bucks? I don't know. Yeah, I, I know when I did it in high school, it was twenty bucks, but you know, inflation. Right. Uh, <laughs> no, no one was asking me or my friends to write essays for them. I promise you that. So <laughs> I never got to experience this. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's pretty good, decent gas money back then. Uh, so uh, and then I just have written down next. Wait, Michael lives in a fallout shelter. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does. Because. Because we cut to him studying, and he's like, yeah, in a fucking fallout shelter, like, writing an essay, and then, uh, I don't know, one of the T-Birds come walking in, and he's like, hey, this is actually pretty good, thanks, man. So, so wait, that fallout shelter, is that where he's living? Yeah. Or is that, like, a T-Bird's in his, thing? No, it's it's in his aunt and uncle's backyard. Right. That's where they had okay. their fallout okay, shelter. They put him up there. Okay, because then the later in the movie, the or... T-Birds show up and utilize it, and I'm like, what, no luck? I don't know. But, yeah, yeah, anyway, I was a little confused there with the second part, but good to know, good to know. I'm I'm not sure why it only had one bed when it's implying, like, the family that lived there was going to go in there, but, you know, it is. You just said it was his uncle's house. Maybe his uncle is just a loner. No, they said his aunt and uncle live there, so at least, well, maybe they'll share a a twin-sized bed, I guess. It's it's the end of the world at that point. I mean, what does it really matter? No, the the uncle was totally going to leave the aunt behind. That's right. No more rules. (laughs) It's finally my chance to get rid of her. (laughs) Have you seen these twin cheerleaders? Yeah. (laughs) So... (laughs) Um, and then, yeah, we get uh, get to class the next day, and uh, Mr. Stewart's talking about reproduction. Oh, and, uh, boy. Oh, oh goodness. <laughs> when, when is the best time to conceive? Anyone? Anyone? I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's just burst in the song about reproduction, and uh, where does the pollen go? <laughs> I will oh, tell you guys. When do women start their menstruation? I was going to say that. To this day. Yeah. To this day. I am now 45 years old, and I was probably like six when I was watching this. To this day, I still randomly will be like, can't that girl do that thing in a book where she adds up the numbers of her uh, 
mental stration. And and during the course of this song, my my one major note is, man, all males in the 60s are goddamn sexual predators. They are all fucking sexual predators. (laughs) It's so weird because I'm going to assume when I was in high school, because I was in high school in the 90s, I'm going to assume people were having adult relations. I'm sure that was a thing that was happening. But man, these guys, that's all they talk about. That's like all they care about. (laughs) Nonstop for the whole movie. Maybe it's the plastics in the water nowadays. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing. Like in high school, like, I don't know, me me personally, I assume everyone else I know, uh, thought about sex all the time, but never really acted on it. Right. Because, you know, I I, I feel like nothing else would get done. Like they'd forget to eat or sleep or breathe or. Maybe maybe it's because we had malls and TV and all sorts of cool stuff to distract us. And all these guys had was bowling once a week. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, until the government invented AIDS. I mean, you know, it was just free love everywhere, that's right? That's right, that's right. <laughs> until the damn boomers ruined it for everybody. Stupid <laughs> boomers inventing de- venereal diseases. Seriously. Ugh, every time. Now there's, like, monkeypox and some shit. That's right. We, we should make up a, a new verse to this song about monkeypox. <laughs> <laughs> Where does the monkeypox go? In <laughs> your butthole. <laughs> <laughs> But seriously, everybody listening, please don't get monkeypox. Yeah, seriously, don't. D- don't get any venereal diseases if you can avoid it. I right. I, I would just recommend yeah. that. Yeah, uh, one star. I would not yeah. recommend. Just stick to 2D women, superior. <laughs> <laughs> or as uh, one of our past episodes, Straight Jack and Homie saves you that mad cream. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> It is very odd during this song that, like, everybody's, like, dry humping and making out in the room. Like, I don't know. That's really weird in school. Like, on top of the teacher at some point. (laughs) Right? Oh, and then the teacher is all hot and bothered by another teacher. He's just in the corner watching. Right? Just flicking that bean. (laughs) (sighs) Meanwhile, the good-looking guy in the show, he's at the junkyard uh, buying a (laughs) fixer-upper. Right. Was, uh, was this during cool. school? Is that why he wasn't there singing about sex? I see. No, wait. He was in the class, wasn't he? Was he? I, I don't no. remember. Oh, I, I, I thought he was just like looking awkwardly in the corner at Michelle Pfeiffer and they're both like, oh man, these people are fucking nuts. Why are we oh, even singing about I, this? I don't know. But, I, I was yeah. honestly trying to tune this song out because like all of these guys were just being so fucking predatory. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we see him like work on a bike and like practicing in the park like riding a motorcycle and Frenchie shows up because I know she needed another scene <laughs> like she's the Nick Fury of me? the Grease universe yeah. <laughs> I want to talk to you about you the to T-Bird initiative of a special group of people yeah <laughs> what do you know about the Avenger initiative and then like you know roll credits yeah <laughs> Uh, then we get some more auditions, and uh, I don't know, the T-Birds show up and sing their song. Uh, I just have written down, time passes, uh, because it's now like... Time has passed. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's like mid-school year or whatever. <laughs> like, okay, it, it <laughs> I know this takes course or, over like an entire school year, because it begins with 
you know, them showing up on the bus the first day and then ending in graduation. Mm-hmm. But if you were asking me how long this took, it was like eh, two or three weeks. Oh yeah. God. They they were auditioning for that talent show for like the whole year. This, this shit was serious yeah. business. <laughs> yeah. Apparently do but, not fuck with this uh, talent show. <laughs> yeah. We get a scene where the, the T birds, uh, I don't know. There's this acapella group singing Mr. Sandman, but they're like really good. <laughs> And so they're like stalking him in the shower, and I was I don't know waiting for like a like a like a Eastern Promises kind of moment to <laughs> pop up in the middle of this movie. <laughs> that would have been awesome. <laughs> just full on naked <laughs> fighting right there in the shower. <laughs> He's got a knife. Swack swack swack. Guys, watch Eastern Promises. <laughs> Rated R. Um. And then we cut back to the Bolarama and the, uh, I don't know, the, the, the rival guy, the, the head scorpion or whatever. He's uh, out front alone and uh, somebody goes like, hey, Johnny, that guy's out front and he says he wants to fight. And, of course, Johnny's fucking petrified of this 40-year-old man that's wanted to <laughs> beat his ass. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't um, Scooter McGavin, like, beat the other guy up? Like, he was, like, twice his size. Like, <laughs> And they were both in their right? 40s, so, like... Wouldn't have been a fair fight. Yeah. Uh, he, he probably eats piece of shit like him for breakfast. Who knows? That's true. That's true. <laughs> Scooter was just waiting for Johnny's love, dude. He's, that's all he wanted. He wanted uh, Johnny. Yeah, yeah. He wanted his approval. Exactly. Johnny, whenever Johnny was like, a comb, and then someone would give him a comb, and it wasn't Scooter, he would just like look down and be sad. <laughs> it's like, I wanted to like, give Johnny the comb. I'm going to start carrying a comb around, Mark, when we go to Comic-Cons. I'll stand next to you and you can ask for it. I'm going to snap my finger and be like, hey, comb. <laughs> I'll get one of those switchblade ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, but just before uh, Johnny's, I don't know, about to be slapped around or something, uh, he's saved by this mystery man who rolls in on a motorcycle and like drop kicks the dude. And they're like, who's that guy? Oh. Who's that guy? Who's that guy? Who's that guy? Riding ride on a motorcycle. I don't know. But he's like pulling willies and like driving through the scorpions. And I don't know. Steph is just soaking in her own juices watching this. Like, <laughs> oh, man. That's a real man. It was pretty disappointing. Like, why couldn't one of the T-Birds have done that? All he did was like pop a wheelie and drive in between them a few times. Like, Okay, yeah, like yeah, I don't, I don't none know. of those guys could have done magic. that. They were the greasers. Like uh, I don't know. They even had a sidecar. I mean, oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm completely thinking about like Grease One of them, like trying to get a car, trying to get Grease. Everyone one. is. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot these guys have motorcycles too. Losers. Everyone when they're riding their <laughs> motorcycles is a, a a bit higher off the ground than they should be <laughs> in every <laughs> shot. <laughs> they're clearly on the back of a truck no matter what is happening i love it they just have double-sized tires yeah, don't worry it, about it really yeah. big wheels on these things <laughs> yeah so uh yeah eventually uh, yeah the mystery man drives off and the other rivals go chasing after him and then i don't know the pink ladies talk to stephanie about her loyalty and i just, I just could Honesty, not give a shit loyalty integrity friendship yeah and uh yeah, she's like, oh, I'm just tired of being somebody's chick. I'm like, good for you, girl. Yeah. yeah. Stand up for yourself, Stephanie. <laughs> and then uh, she needs a light for her smoke. And then out of the mist, 
What a ride. Mystery man's got the lighter ready to go. And, uh, but yeah, the cops show up so she doesn't jump on the bike. He rides off into the sunset. Oh, yeah, he like jumps the cop car somehow. Don't worry about it. Yep. <laughs> uh, thank God that cop parked right by the ramp. Like, yeah. Thank yeah, God. that was really nice of him. Yeah. No. He's probably he probably slipped him like twenty bucks earlier. He's like, could you park right by this ramp? I gotta look cool for this chick. Oh, oh no, I, I guarantee you that cop remembers last time when somebody <laughs> tried to do it, and it just ran into the side of the car, and some sixteen year old flew like a hundred yards, landing face first on the pavement. And he had to clean it up afterwards. He's like, no, no, use the ramp. See, I I thought that. Uh, that cool rider just had a flying motorcycle. Like we've we've gotten to the point where the flying car. Oh yeah. Thing, now it's a flying motorcycle. Flying cars are expensive. <laughs> you know, you, you just get those anywhere. <laughs> yes, yeah, so his uh, his cousin slipped him some of that uh, that special formula that uh, I think was in Chi Chi Bang Bang or something like that. Oh, that Jesus. fuel they just pour in there and just flying off. Because it comes back later in the movie too. <laughs> Look, Steve. As long as uh, as long as he obeys the rule, the laws of physics, nobody Ugh. will die. Don't you use your F nine logic on me. <laughs> uh, so the next day, um, I don't know. Michael has an awkward conversation with Stephanie. Oh, I love uh, this. I love it. It's like, oh, take Stephanie. it away. Take it away. Hi, hi, Stephanie. Uh, you you ever uh, read a Superman comic? <laughs> <laughs> Like that that was the best you got. That was the best. Okay. All right. <laughs> no second take. All no, right. <laughs> no, that was the best. That was the best he had. And like, but that was his game. Like, ouch. He <laughs> <It> was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. Uh, like, even I had better game than that. That was the version since I was eighteen. Like, Jesus, come on, bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now we're coming to the the one part Steve remembers about this movie that didn't involve Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, we have Lewis. Uh, he uh, he's going to Mike's uh, fucking fallout shelter with a chick. <laughs> yeah. And uh, basically, he locks her in there with them. <laughs> this is uncomfortable like, sound... at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and wrong. Yeah. yeah, the friends outside they sound that uh, you know the, the the bomb raid alarm or whatever. Like, what's going on out there? Oh my god, we gotta stay in here and do it for our country. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and, break into song about banging you know to be, uh, keep the american race going that's right we gotta do it for our country because our country wants us to you know <laughs> and i feel your father would approve or something like yeah. that <laughs> mark has that ever worked for you have you tried that before like locking chicks in fallout shelters it works every time i don't understand why no no one is doing this more often <laughs> right just a lack of fallout shelters i think I know, Joy. I, next time I next time I have a girl already, I gotta have you come by with the uh, air horn. <laughs> yeah, like, just, just, just for posterity, let let us know your address so we can slip that to the cops. <laughs> oh man. Well, yeah. So so eventually she like just runs out the door for you know wherever she's like, okay, let's do it, and then like runs out the door. Like okay, I, I assume she's just rather die of radiation poisoning than uh, fuck this guy. But yeah, runs into the other guys and it's like, oh boy. <laughs> that's that's pretty rough though when she's like all right well i guess i'll go die in a nuclear armageddon rather than sleep with you <laughs> <laughs> yeah but then we see uh stephanie she's working at a gas station with uh 50 dollar or 50 cent gas and i'm like fuck you movie that's right uh, <laughs> this, is, this is pretty they cut me deep in that scene <laughs> that's rough this is yeah, a sad scene that, of the movie 
And that was probably expensive back then to that. <laughs> yeah, that was fancy gas. You get Michelle Pfeiffer to pump it for you. Hell yeah. Ooh. Money well spent. Uh, but yeah, uh, eventually uh, this mystery man rides up on his bike and is like, hey, you want to go for a ride? And they drive off and she says, fuck my job. Fuck you fuckers. Clean your own windshield. Yeah, she didn't clean that guy's windshield. She didn't give those people their maps. She didn't give those other people their green stamps. Like, yeah. ugh, what a mess. Yep, nope. Said they uh, ride on the motorcycle all night and uh, eventually end back back up there at the gas station, like, let's say five hours later. And, uh, you know, they do a little hugging because she's, she's chilly after being on the back of that motorcycle for five hours, I guess. And, uh... He's, we see uh, the mystery man takes his goggles off, and of course we know it's Michael, but uh, she's she's still hugging him, so she's not seeing the face. And then <gasps> the T-birds start rolling up, vroom, 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 vroom. and then uh, yeah, he just like drives off, like I'll see you at the talent show. Bye, love. <laughs> <laughs> like like I feel like that would have been the the way to tell her without really telling her. Like why why did he call me a cunt? <laughs> it's British. <laughs> I don't know. It's Australian. Excuse me. there was one cool scene that i thought uh, there was one cool thing about that scene that i actually had to rewind a little bit just to watch it again there's a scene where you know she's on a bike the back of the motorcycle with him and michelle pfeiffer gets up and straddles him like moves to the front of him and straddles him on a motorcycle and that was really michelle pfeiffer like she did her own stunt. I'm like, who approved this? And we got cool rider reprise on the soundtrack at that point. Yes. Yep. But I, I didn't. It, it's this is clearly Michelle Pfeiffer's first movie <laughs> because no one would let anyone get away with that anytime after that. Her doing her own stunts, amazing. Yeah. This was this was right before Twilight Zone, so <laughs> they started paying attention after that. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> So, uh, uh, so what happens over here? Um, Johnny causes some sort of scene, and as I run down, who the fuck cares? Um, that's right. And he's like talking to the T-Birds, and he's like, uh, "I don't know about you guys, but I need some uh, guaranteed uh, woohoo or whatever." Like, so we're going prowling, and apparently the song "Prowling" is about going to the grocery store and picking up on some chick. Is that yeah, right? It's like going to the grocery store. Well, being a sexual and... predator in public. Right, and sexually harassing the women that work there. Yeah. Nice, nice. I guess that was just something you did in the '60s. They didn't have the internet, so things were bad. <laughs> <laughs> just where the women are local and plentiful. So if That's it's right. not church, it's got to be the grocery store. <laughs> guaranteed whoopee. <laughs> Look, yeah. you got to get a woman from the from the grocery store because you know that they can make a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys at the deli counter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. The next day, I guess Stephanie, I don't know, wrote a shitty paper on Shakespeare, and uh, Michael's like, "I can help you." <laughs> of course. <laughs> you know, because I'm British and whatnot. I guess I don't know. And, uh, yeah, so they're, like, at the diner, and, like, I, I don't know, he's trying to help with the paper. He's like, you seem distracted but about something. She's like, oh, it's nothing. Don't worry about it. But, okay, it's this mystery guy, uh, Mr. Wright, uh, who rides up on a bike and makes me all gushy in my pants and whatever. And, and uh, they don't put ketchup on the burgers. Right? <laughs> I guess. Uh, and then she orders one with double ketchup later, and I'm like, do, do, do you guys have any any... 
any special order you do to a burger, like extra pickles or anything like that? Oh, yeah. Uh, no onions, no tomatoes, extra pickles. Mm. All right, you're that guy. I, uh, I don't, I don't <laughs> eat you, burgers Jimmy? in a restaurant that often because we have a family of four and it's expensive as fuck to go out to eat. Uh, so yeah. if I'm going through the drive-thru at like McDonald's, I'll get no pickles because I don't like pickles. But 90% of the time they leave the pickles on anyway because they're idiots. So I just don't get what I want. I can commiserate with uh, Michael and uh, Stephanie in this one not getting their order correct at the diner. So. Because, uh, you know, we, we, just, we just don't want pickles on there. Then when the pickles touch everything, even though they can just pick them off, now everything tastes like pickle. It's all ruined. So Yeah. And, and Michael, of course, he just likes Vegemite. So you know, right. he's, like, he's like, ketchup? What the hell is that? <laughs> he likes beans for breakfast because he's from England. <laughs> and spotted dick for dessert. Anyway, uh, so. Yeah, Steve, do you get special <laughs> orders? No. I. I I mean, it, it, maybe getting buffalo sauce to like put on it or something like that. That's about the most I'll do. Really. Yeah, yeah. I, I trust the chef. <laughs> I try not to order order burgers that have things on it that I I don't like or can't eat. But fun fact, they rarely put mango on burgers. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, probably a good thing. <laughs> Steve's allergic to bananas. I'm allergic to mangoes. So we just stay away from uh, Jamba Juice, and we're good. Yeah, that'll work for you guys. Much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so Mike uh, starts making his move, and uh, I don't know. Stephanie's like, "Oh, you got to be a T-bird, you know, pink lady code and whatnot." And I don't know. Johnny shows up and like declares that they're officially over. We're done. We're done, right? Oh, by the way, that uh, that jacket is T-bird property, and she just like walks away, and I'm like, "Yeah, what the fuck's he gonna do about it? He's he gonna try to get that jacket back No. He whoop his ass. <laughs> like the next day at school, like we see sad Michael just wandering around the lunchroom and we hear his inner sad song charades. Right. charades. Oh God. And, I was know, like, there's die. not a fan, Mark. Not no, a fan. Not a fan of any of these musical numbers. <laughs> Every time I started, I'm like, Oh, what choices have I made in my life that has led me to this point? <laughs> Yeah, I was honestly waiting since they were in the lunchroom and this was going on like, oh, no, there's going to be a dance sequence in this lunchroom because that's why you have a lunchroom, apparently, in a musical is to have, yeah. you know, the big dance number like charades. It'd be like some sad like ballet dancing or interpretive <laughs> dance or some shit. But nope, they just skip all that and we cut to the night of the talent show. All right, we're wrapping this movie up. Only about, wait, 40 minutes to go? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, mystery man like pulls up cause you know, he said he'd meet Stephanie there, but yeah, the T-birds are there too. And so they chase after him. and, oh no, they're heading towards dead man's curve. And, uh, yeah, just a single track going off the cliff off into, <laughs> I'm assuming using that, uh, special Australian fuel that makes them fly. You know, I'm telling you, you, you don't know what Michael was building in that garage with those, uh, those $5 that he got from the turn papers. It was a flying motorcycle. There really is no explanation yeah. as to how he survived, though. Like, like he just did. <laughs> he just goes, Viva, Viva Knievel, right off the edge. <laughs> Starts flying away. <laughs> Maybe you got the blueprints yeah. from Sandy. You don't know. Flying vehicles. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe he joined Megaforce. Maybe he. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
his fuel tank takes flubber or something and just <laughs> oh <my laughs> <God>. <laughs> save that for Bastion grease three on here <laughs> babe we can't talk about flubber because it's a good movie <laughs> it is a good movie anyway um <laughs> so then we go back to the talent show because uh, you know people may have witnessed some kid just oh yeah we chased him off the edge and he killed himself well, fuck it. I got to get back and sing doo-wop. Boom-bop, boom-bop. Right? <laughs> yeah, there's a hundred records on the line here. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Okay, and the is like, oh, man, there's like seven Roy Orbison's in here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, Johnny uh, tells Paulette. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. He, like, runs into Paulette. She's about to do her number, and he's like, well, what do you win? You got to put some clothes on here. And... I, I don't know. She's like, look, I've had enough. Play it summer. I gotta be in my swimsuit. <laughs> I've had enough of your shit, you four foot tall needle dick motherfucker. Like pushes them out on the stage. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't know. And then, yeah, then they uh, go to the locker room, tie up that acapella group in the showers because, okay, I, I guess they don't want competition. All right. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, we get the girl for all seasons dance number and, uh, Everything's going uh, good until uh until Yeah, Steph starts having a nom flashback in the middle. Of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, before we even get to that, what the fuck was going on with the girl to like her right that was like dressed up like George Washington but like a quarter or something and had but like the the face was drawn on her body like yeah, body paint or something. Th- like this February? Yeah, it was like like the winter or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like What's happening here? What? <laughs> but, yeah, uh, it was super weird that like every time she moved, the face was moving. Like yeah. I was wildly and, distracted. And that the eyes were uneven, so it's like weird. Yeah, is she like a Picasso or? <laughs> is I feel like I, I feel like it was on the eyes were on the boobs, and they were like, no, you have to change it. So they did like one eye on a boob and one eye like just below <laughs> the under boob. Yeah. Uh, now does uh, but, she but, show? Does she show up later on in another coin-based outfit, one that like covers her head? Because I know that there was two. I do remember the one that you're talking about, uh, but then I also remember one where the coin was like her face, like her face was the coin, uh, the face coin. Oh, maybe. The- yeah, I, I don't know. They, they were all just switching outfits and stuff between the seasons, but. Well, my yeah, my question Joey. is. <laughs> If Michael was playing piano throughout the rehearsal and then Michael jumped off a cliff, who's playing piano during the Don't worry about it. (laughs) Uh, Obviously, it was Dolores. (laughs) Of course. That makes sense. Right. She was helping a tiny bit earlier, so maybe she just, like, learned by osmosis. She's his understudy. Right after (laughs) she learned how to skateboard, kind of. Right after she went on a creepy date with a senior in high school. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. So as as Joey said, yeah, Stephanie, she's like in the middle and just starts having a fucking non flashback and doing her (laughs) doing her own song right in the middle. And I don't know. She's having like visions of like being in the clouds with what I've written down as the ghost writer. Dude, when he's like, Stephanie, (laughs) when he's just like, Stephanie, you're the only one who can keep my love alive. (laughs) It just fucking (laughs) slays me every single time because it's so lame. (laughs) Yeah. 
Hey, his outfit's you know, she, all she's white. She's a high school girl, so you know, his outfit's sense. all white. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and, and as I've written down, like during this whole like three minute number, like and in real life, she's just having a, ner- a mental breakdown in front of the entire town. Right, she's just <laughs> pissing herself on stage. <laughs> she's like having standing a there in a catatonic state. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but instead, everybody's like, wow, amazing. And like round of applause. And uh, her and Johnny are named like the king and the queen of the cotillion. Uh, and nobody's questioned like, hey, where's our pianist? Yeah. <laughs> Did he die or something? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry about it, guys. We'll just see you all at the luau tomorrow. And has written down a fucking luau tomorrow? <laughs> right? This is the first time this was mentioned? Right? I would like to know more about this luau. Well, babe, you're in luck because we immediately cut to it where they talk about uh, it's a rucka lucka 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 luau. Definitely very culturally sensitive. Joey, take it away. (laughs) So uh, apparently there (laughs) is this the prom like does this count as the prom? Yes. Their prom is a luau. Around a swimming pool with probably like 50 people there. I don't know. Our our, our graduating prom. class was like 300 people, so like like this is wild. Yeah, I was 600, so yeah, yeah like, I, like I get it. 50 <laughs> people there, um, and and somehow Johnny and Stephanie are the king and queen of the luau, which they won in the talent show. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Hey, so you get it. It only took you watching it, I don't know, 5,000 times over the yeah, course it's of very your life. Confusing you how the rules work in this, but I mean, it was the 60s, so you know. Um, all the leaves are brown and all that stuff, you know. Um, and, and they they're in a rowboat in the middle of a swimming pool. Yeah, because they're the king and queen. That's what you do. Right. Yeah, yeah. The king and queen set a flow like <laughs> to the to the gates of Valhalla or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Am I missing my mixing up? But it's a magic. It's a magic raft, and we'll come back to that in a little bit because it's oh, magic. Oh, it's gonna fly off. Ah. No, well, it does something. So the um the evil gang shows up. Yeah, the yeah, evil the scorpions, scorpions come show up to ruin their prom. <laughs> yeah, they're just like kicking over thing. Like I swear they like kick over the pig. Yeah, like oh no, we we're gonna eat that. And just driving through everything, and then uh, <gasps> who's that? It's the mystery man. <gasps> He's not dead. He comes flying in, and he fucking evil Knievels over the pool. <laughs> Yeah. Well, every everybody else barely gets over the stairs and falls in. <laughs> well, well, here's the best part: is they are clearly on that raft in the middle of the pool, right? Yeah. He jumps over them. They're clearly in the middle of the pool. It's established they can't move. They're stuck there. He jumps over them. Then everybody falls in the pool, and the raft is gone. Yeah. The raft sank. It wasn't that big of a pool. <laughs> Where were they? Like they didn't. I'm pretty sure it was just like a like a 15 foot above ground pool. Yeah, but like where where did they yeah. go? They just like disappeared while everyone fell in the pool, and they reappeared at the edge of the pool and got out. Well, when he jumped over the pool, the the air current from the bike <laughs> lifted the raft into the air, causing the other motorcycles to go through the ramp into the water, and then he safely put them back down. Oh, I got it. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, this is sense. this is the only the only like this is the realistic is option. Right? Yeah, is that truly seen... my multiverse of madness? Have you not seen any Fast and Furious movies? Come on, dude. That's it's how fucking mad that is, isn't it? <laughs> you hit that nitro. <laughs> 
Yeah, so then uh, w- once he jumps the pool and, I don't know, everybody else goes into the fucking pool like lemmings, all the scorpions. Then he uh, takes off his goggles and everyone sees that it's Michael. <gasps> Michael! <gasps> and Steph immediately starts stripping down, tearing her clothes off, like, get at me! <laughs> but uh, I thought you were dead! <laughs> and then uh, Johnny, he runs up there and he's like, hey, you, I got a point to make. Right. Here, try this jacket on. What? Over your leather vest. Yeah, over your leather yes. vest and no shirt. Yeah. And... <laughs> And, uh, yeah, the 12-year-old, uh, was it Dolores, she, like, what comes up is like, I'm sorry, I'm seeing another guy on the side. I gotta dump your ass. <laughs> but that's still and, gross because that guy was in their grade. Yes, he was still in high school. And I'm like, that's that's a funny gag. But, but that, that guy was graduating high school. He's 18. And that chick's, like, 12. Well, that, like, that's uh, gross. Okay, they're, they're, Guys, they were being playful, playful. That's we'll go with that. But then Michael leans down, whispers something in her ear. I assume along the lines of "See me when you're 18." Oh, and, Jesus! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, and that that scene is like it's it's supposed to be playful and done for jokes. But then, as they're getting through the closing number, and you see the couples are paired off with each other, that guy is paired off with that that little girl and they're like face to face and i'm like oh that's weird oh no 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 how did this get past anyone well all right before he we has get to, to date that a part, pink though, lady i mean what were his choices like, <laughs> yeah 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 slim pickings there towards the bottom of the pool uh but we get michael and uh stephanie they they finally kiss in absolute silence, except for their slobbery noises. (laughs) The most awkward scene of the entire movie. Jesus. Yeah, because it's like a good 20, 30 seconds of... (laughs) Right? While the entire school stands there and stares at them. Oh, we upset the dog. Sorry, buddy. And then (laughs) they go in for a second kiss, and then the music starts to roll in, like, we'll be together. (laughs) Like, bye. Sorry, sorry, sorry. How do you? How, Super fifties, very much. Joey, you're, you're you're saving me from having to put the drops in. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Johnny and Paulette decide they're going to be together too. Everyone starts pairing off, like Mark was saying, and it gets really awkward. And that one guy's got a twelve-year-old. Yep. No one noticed. Well, no, he, uh, sl- he slinked away with a twelve-year-old while everyone was watching. Michael <laughs> <laughs> Piper make out with uh, Michael. So. <laughs> the fools. There's a lot more tread on these tires. Oh boy. Oh Jesus. <laughs> so then we cut to graduation. Everybody tosses their hats or bandoliers. I don't know what the fuck you call them. <laughs> <laughs> Not bandoliers. What? Their graduation caps. Yeah, their caps. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Toss their caps. Um, and then they're like running to they do a running dance off. Uh, roll credits is like yearbook pictures. Who gives a damn? <laughs> they're, they're off to college where they pay $20 a semester and don't incur crippling <laughs> debt for another 30 years. But they'll be damned if anybody else uh, gets that same deal. Yeah, he worked fair and square writing those papers for that $5 to pay off his college. So. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, roll credits, guys. That's Grease 2. Uh, Mark, would you recommend it? 
I would not recommend this movie to anyone. He <laughs> did like the special edition steel box version of Grease 2, and I could not for the life of me figure it out why anyone would want this. And then Joey posted it, and people, for some reason, love this movie. It's torturous. <laughs> Watch it. It is absolute torture. Um, so I don't get it at all. I would not recommend anyone watch this movie at all. Watch the first Grease or High School Musical or anything, anything other than Grease 2. Uh, Joey, how about you? I love this movie. I, I, I'm sorry, Mark. I guess you don't get it. But it's 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 a bad movie masterpiece. It's so bad. And we went through some of the wild, crazy stuff in it that's just weird or inappropriate or confusing. And then, like, I like to think of people that were big fans of Grease because that was a big hit movie. It's like a cultural event. And they were like, yeah, let's go see the sequel. And then they got this. <laughs> it makes me love it even more. And then. <laughs> it was like, the Highlander 2 of musicals. <laughs> right. And then what, what's what's even funnier to me is, like, a couple of years ago when um, Kavanaugh got nominated to the Supreme Court, right? They had this whole trial thing where that girl was accusing him of stuff blah 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 in the evidence was his calendar when he was in school and on one of the days it said see grease too <laughs> <laughs> so he he had it in his uh planogram his, his planner to go see grease too and it makes me think about uh how awful it was and he had to sit through it so uh, that makes me happy but uh, it, it's it's a classic bad movie it's hilarious. It's got great music. I think it is truly the superior Grease movie. I would take it 10 out of 10 times over the first one. God, I can't believe you said the word great and Grease 2 in the same sentence. Boom. <laughs> I'll make you watch it a third time. You better be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Izzy, how about you? Oh, I know that this movie is beloved, but God damn it, this is rough. <laughs> oh, so, like... The moral of the story is that a woman who says she doesn't want to be uh, d- doesn't want to be owned by a man just has a bunch of men fight over her until she's finally owned by a man and he, I guess, breaks her will by but, faking his own death. But it's the kind death. of man that she wants, though. Yeah, no. After he breaks her will by faking his own death. Except for that one <laughs> I mean, guy that dates a twelve-year-old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, guys. Uh, uh, Joey in particular, I can see why you love this movie. As someone who's waiting for the Steelbook 4K Blu-ray of Congo to come out someday, <laughs> the heart wants what the heart wants. That's right. But and, and I will also agree, this is the better of the Grease movies. I'll throw yes. it out there. I, I don't get. I could not give less of a fuck about the first Grease. <laughs> but this is a horrible goddamn movie to have to sit through. It's entirely too long. The songs are entirely too long. Vo- Voyage of the Rock Aliens did it better. <laughs> wow. All right. And it's basically the exact same story, but they throw Without in a couple killers and yeah. aliens and yeah, yeah, and lake monsters. 100% uh, less Jermaine Jackson in this one, though. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone with melanin in their skin was completely absent from this movie. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Seriously. But, uh, yeah, so I guess uh, if you're, you're glutton for punishment, check it out. If not, it's up to you. It's uh, I I had to pay four bucks on Amazon to watch it. And, you know, it's four bucks I'm not getting back. That's for sure. Or, or you could jump on Amazon and get the $20 steelbook, you know. 
looks really nice on your shelf. <laughs> or not. Um, <laughs> all right, we're going we're gonna to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we have more beer, what? fun facts, <gasps> and what we learn from Grease 2. Hey, everybody. Are you looking for the perfect stocking stuffer for the holidays? Do you like supporting the arts? Well, then you need to check out untidyvenus.etsy.com, the top one-stop shop that always pops her top. Are you a fan of dinosaurs? Snacks? Dinosaurs made out of snacks? Movie monsters? Unicorns? Cats? Dogs? Rats? Shrimp? Pokemon? Tie-dye? Paracord bracelets? Paracord dog leashes? Enamel pins? Coloring books? Block prints? Watercolor? Pet portraits? Buttons? Magnets? Stickers? Bottle openers? Artist trading cards? Or really anything else that's awesome? Then stop on by untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. New items are popping up all the time, so be sure to follow her on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon at Untidy Venus. Or visit her website at izzycreates.com for the latest. Did I mention the Snackosaurs? How about Gary the Unicorns? Untidyvenus.etsy.com, the goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Check it out now. Hey, everybody. This is Jason. And Jeff. And Blake. And we're the History of Bad Ideas podcast. And if you like hearing uh, geeks talk about Fisto from He-Man... Or zombies, or dragons, or zombie dragons. I was given copy to read, but it's a piece of crap. So if you just like any geek or any fun stuff, just listen. We drop every Wednesday on iTunes, Stitcher, Tangent Bound Network, or WeBeGeeksPC.com. Oh god, I'm out of here. And remember to wear a coat. Hi, I'm Brendan. And I'm Jason. And we host a podcast called Full Screen and Country. And what do we do on this podcast, Jason? We talk about the best British films of all time as voted by British people in the British year of 1999. The BFI Top 100, to be exact. 100 movies. So with each episode, we talk about a movie on the list, historical significance, if it holds up, etc., etc., etc. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and all that good stuff. Wherever podcasts are sold, sold, sold. Hi, this is Ernie Hudson, Winston Zedmore from Ghostbusters, from Oz, The Hand That Rocks, The Cradle, The Crow, Grayson, Frankie, uh, Monroe Kelly, and Congo. Your great white hunter, though I happen to be black. Steve, Izzy, just want to give you a shout out and let you know to someone that you are truly loved and appreciated. You truly are amazing. If anyone has the tools and the talent, it's you. <laughs> just keep having fun, stay healthy, safe, and of course always... Keep on busting. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve, this is the greatest ads that have ever added. In the history of adding! Oh, she said it! They were better than this movie! <laughs> Babe, I don't know about you, but uh, I'm a little thirsty. I'm a little sober. Oh, well. Oh, look at this. We have a gift from this movie. Uh, from Moab Brewery, we have Johnny's American IPA. <laughs> Thanks, Johnny uh, Nogarelli, or whatever his name was. <laughs> right. That's what and, happened uh, to him. You're yeah, right. He moved to Moab, Utah to make beer. All right. And uh, my top? Oh, his top. Nice. And the pool? Oh, yeah. Ooh, beautiful dark straw-colored beverage. Has an off-white creamy head. Lots of tiny bubbles. None of the bubbles make me happy. 
Long lingering head hair. Yeah, nice and hoppy. Ooh, that smells like pine. Oh, wow, yeah. That is really piney. That's right, this, yep. is one, this one we had at a zoo brew last yeah. week, right? Yeah, guys, check your local zoo. You might be able to go after hours and get drunk with the animals. Yeah, yeah, some of them it's stay... It's for conservation! That's right. No kids, no strollers, just adults drinking beer and buying art made by... What did we buy? Uh, we warthog warthog ass press? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretty sweet. Well, yeah, the warthog <laughs> sat in the paint and then sat on our canvas, and I had $55, so I bought it. <laughs> Yeah, fantastic. It's on our wall in our living room. Yeah, check out your local zoo. They probably have a cool night like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, nice hoppy beer. Um, yeah, I I could drink these for a while until mm-hmm. I think eventually the the pininess would uh, eventually know, make my throat you? a little sore or whatever. Just kind of you're not supposed to blow it. <laughs> you know, you get yeah, like in the back of the throat, yeah, you get yeah, the weird. Yeah, uh, stop sucking its dick and just drink the beer. <laughs> Goddamn, babe. <laughs> Sorry, I guess I'm just country. all horned up. I just want to know where, where does the pollen go? <laughs> you can't stop me from sucking Johnny's IPA. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Good stuff. Oh, so would anyone be interested in any fun facts about this movie? Uh, Joey yeah. probably already knows. But <laughs> uh, only if they're super fun facts, because they're fun, fun facts. All right. Well, we start off with Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, 100%. Jerry, yeah, say, what do you think the critics thought? Oh, Grease 2. Uh, 100% from Joey. How about you, Mark? I'm going to say like 20%. Is he? I am going to go with 7%. I don't think it's double digits. Uh, Mark's closest at 36% with the critics, but hmm. nobody gives a fuck about the critics. What fuck about that audience? Critics. A hundred percent. hundred percent from Joey. Uh, 13%. (laughs) 13. I'm going to go with my super classic 17%. It is 53% with the audience. Mm. You have to think who's going to go in to give a, give a score for Grease 2. Somebody who's probably seen it, therefore sought out a horrible musical sequel. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, let's see. Budget thirteen point two million dollars. Worldwide gross fifteen point two. Think it's a flop. <laughs> Profitable. Well, They've made two million bucks. Uh, I don't know. You throw in advertising, marketing, <laughs> all that fun stuff. Yeah. There's a reason there wasn't a Grease three. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Grease three, the search for Curly's gold or something. Oh Jesus. <laughs> three. Uh, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, oh, shit. <laughs> it, it's Greece, but yeah, the E at the end is a three or something. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tom Cruise apparently auditioned for the role of Negrelli, but the director wanted someone older and taller. Guys, <laughs> apparently Adrian Zemet is taller than Tom Cruise. Holy Take that shit. into consideration. Wow. I'm surprised Tom Cruise didn't just like kill himself after that. <laughs> <laughs> We need someone taller. Here's Adrian Smith. Like, that's it. I'm done, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, back to the dumpster things. I'm going back to being a Tom Maplethorpe or whatever his real name is. <laughs> well, imagine a world where Adrian Smith is starring in Top Gun Maverick right now. <laughs> <laughs> Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol starring Adrian Smith. 
Actually, to me, that sounds amazing, but you know, I know how Mark feels about oh, it. Oh, Rex Manning. <laughs> uh, Andy Gibb was initial uh, was he was initially to play the male lead, but he failed his screen test. Uh, Cher initially signed on to play Paulette, but backed out, complaining of a low salary and not having a finished script. And apparently Jennifer Beals signed on to play Sharon Cooper, whoever the fuck that is, uh, but dropped out to play the lead in Flashdance. Yeah. yeah. Good move, Jenny. <laughs> yeah, who's Sharon? Uh, it's got to be one of the T-Birds. Was it the one that was in the uh, in the shed? The, let's do it for our country girl? Yeah, that was, that oh, was Sharon. Oh, shit. Yeah, that was Sharon. That's right. Good call. Well, that actress um, that actually ended up playing Sharon and uh, Sharon, Certainly knew how to pick them because after uh, Grease 2, she was in Supergirl. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> she's Lois Lane's little sister. Yeah. Shit. Oh, yeah. oh uh, here we are. My next fun fact. Do It For Our Country is a duet between Sharon and Lewis in this movie. Maureen Teefy, the actress later, uh, couldn't make it to the recording session. So Peter Frechette had to sing the whole song himself, which is why Maureen's vocals aren't on the movie soundtrack. And her voice was dubbed in later in the song. Hmm. Interesting. Wait, did he right. sing the girl parts too? <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> we'll do it for our country. <laughs> <laughs> that dude earned his paycheck. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, according to Maxwell Caulfield's stunt double, Gary Davis, okay. <laughs> uh, Michelle Pfeiffer performed her own stunts in the famous Lone Rider Stephanie Romantic Motorcycle Ride, wow. saying. Yeah, she sat behind me, then I lifted her around, and where she straddled me, and then we wheelied away. She was wonderful the whole time. I assume he's Australian. <laughs> he's, he's why do he sound Irish? <laughs> <laughs> Throw in a few mites, and no, I don't know. <laughs> and uh, originally, plans were made for this to be the second installment in a franchise of four movies what? and a TV series. Wow. But <laughs> when the movie flopped, plans for the franchise were thrown out. And Disney ended up adapting the unused script for the third movie as High School Musical. Oh, oh. Of course. I'm, I'm still waiting for Agents of Grease, the TV show, to come out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so disappointed. Oh, I'm sorry that uh, they got that rebranded as High School Mid- uh, High School Musical goes to summer camp. Yeah, what, what is that called? Like High School Musical, the series, the musical, High or musical, some shit the like that. Musical, yeah, no, the but they series. watch it so much because they're ashamed of it. Like the <laughs> like they play the commercials and then it's literally a third of a second with the the name of the show. It's like what? Okay. <laughs> but, lady, gentlemen, we've reached the most important part. <sighs> what did we learn from Greece two? Uh, Mark, you want to go first? Uh, I learned that I still don't know where the pollen goes. Despite the fact that they keep asking it through the movie, the whole movie, I'm like, seriously, before the credits roll, where does the pollen go? God damn it. So, uh, yeah, I learned that I don't know that. All right, Joey, how about you? Uh, I learned I should have took a bowling in high school. Um, apparently that's how you <laughs> score every night. Yeah. Babe? I mean, I was going to use the pollen one, so now I'm scrambling. Um, I learned that all a strong, independent woman needs is a guy to break her spirit and then convince her <laughs> that he's the only thing that can fix her. And Are you reading my Pimpology book again? 
<laughs> yeah, it's in my office. Oh, that's right. I don't know why it ended up in my office. Because <laughs> you were reading it. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, I learned uh, if you're trying to get into Michelle Pfeiffer's pants, less history, more mystery. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> no Superman comics. <laughs> yeah, no Superman comics. Nobody needs that shit. <laughs> Look. No, the Superman comics do not turn girls on. Oh, some girl out there is going to be like, oh, but it does for me. Yeah, yeah, no, we get it. Anything that impresses guys turns it on for you. No, girl, like real <laughs> girls are like not impressed by comics. Real girls are impressed by tacos. So that, that, explains, that explains a lot. About you my, show uh... up with the taco bouquet, you are definitely getting some. <laughs> explains a lot for my love life, let me tell you. A taco bouquet, or also known as a butaki. <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs> Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us here on Everything I Learned from Movies. Uh, I understand you also have a podcast? Yeah, Mark is going to tell you all about it. I knew you were going to do that. Uh, yeah, so me, Joey, and our co-host Aubrey, we get together every week. And uh, the name of our show is called Soul Wizard Podcast, where we review movies and TV shows and nerdy events that uh, may be happening that week. Uh, We put out a new episode every single week. We just celebrated our eighth year of uh, doing a podcast. Congratulations! Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, And uh, yeah, soulwizardpodcast.com is the main site. You can get our social media there. Hit us up. uh, Listen to the show and uh, let us know what you think. Excellent. And uh, Izzy, are you on social media at all? I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I'm on all the social medias under Untidy Venus. You can find my goods and wares at untidyvenus.etsy.com. And for $4 a month, you can join me on Patreon with my Sticker of the Month Club. I will mail you a sticker that I designed, waterproof, UV resistant, with a handwritten note. Plus, I got lots of other Patreon levels. See pictures of the pets like our brand new adorable puppy sushi. Yeah. By puppy, I mean, you know, he's 50 pounds. But still, he's just a little (laughs) boy. He's going to be bigger. 50 pounds going on 80. I mean, yeah. (laughs) See, where can we find you? Yeah, so you can find us everywhere on all the major podcatchers under everything I learned from movies. Or better yet, hit us up directly on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. No, not Instagram. Patreon. Patreon. Patreon at EILF Movies. That's Everything I learned from movies. See, we can do musicals. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, I guess until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And I'm Joey. And I'm Mark. Yes, we are. (laughs) We are the Wizard Podcast. And this is Everything I learned from movies. Have a good night, everybody. Bye, everybody. Peace. Where does the fall into?